Joining me for our very first episode is Dr. Inkiru Balongo, founder and creative director of Africa Soft Power Group, a group of organizations working tirelessly to put modern African discourse on the world map. Now, if you know Inkiru well, she is not a fan of being addressed as Dr. Inkiru, even though she has a doctorate from Berkeley and has been called to bar in Nigeria, England, and New York. But one thing that I'm certain of is that she will have no issues with me describing her as an absolute force of nature. She's a strategic communications and stakeholder engagement expert with over 20 years experience advising local and international organizations on emerging market strategy. Nkiru is a firm believer in women and young people as the solution to Africa's problems. She's super passionate about gender equality, technology, and Africa's creative and innovative industries. Prior to Africa Soft Power, she was CEO of Spinlet Group, which at the time was the first and leading music streaming and digital distribution platform in sub-Saharan Africa. Under Inkiru's leadership, subscriber numbers grew to more than 2 million users, and she was recognized by YNiger as one of the 100 most inspiring women in Nigeria for her work in revolutionizing the way music content is shared and distributed. In 2020, she received the Powerlist UK International National Award for her work as an innovator and change maker, and last year was named one of the top 100 most influential Africans by New African Magazine. Our conversation covered founding Africa Soft Power, collaboration, Africa Month, and the 2023 Africa Soft Power Summit. Hi, Inkiru. Welcome to the show. Hi, Shade. Pleased to have you here as our very first guest. Now, I'm aware that you have a major summit coming up in Kigali, Rwanda, which is on May 23rd through 27th. But before we get to that part of the conversation, I want to ask how you are doing. Because, I'm pretty good. Okay, that's great. Because you have quite a lot going on. You have a program going on in Harvard. You have a lot of press interviews coming up. And then you also have board meetings and travel. So I just wanted to know how are you juggling it all? How are you managing it? It's a bit manic, but we're here. We, we got to do what we got to do. So um, Harvard is actually winding down. Um, obviously, the summit is amping up. Board meetings, are, I mean, they are what they are. And obviously, they have clients. And that's also, you know, we're, we're, we're keeping it going. Because I know that before we came on, you had mentioned that you hate press interviews. <laughs> because to get you here, we had to pull. So why do you what? Because I find, I mean, it's time consuming. I, you know, but obviously useful, very um, important, and I respect your time. So thanks for having me, uh, and thanks for putting this together. But I just feel like it, it just takes up time, and you know, maybe it's time I want to use to do something else. But this is also important, so I'm not gonna begrudge the time. Mm -hmm. But yeah. <laughs> well, thank you for being here. Thank you. I know that you were like, yeah. <laughs> now, for people who haven't heard about Africa so far, can you <clears> talk <throat> about what it is and how it started, and actually what inspired? you as well huh thanks we actually started during covid you know covid was a bit of a like a nightmare for everybody and um i would say it was 2020 right i, I mean it feels so long ago but it was towards like around uh, april may 2020 when um the covid drama was you know sort of like heating up and we were all at home it seemed like um you know there was nothing going up from content you remember like 
content, content. Mm-hmm. Netflix was doing great stuff. Um, there was all of the content wars. And that was really interesting. But it also was for me a moment. It's packed a moment where it's like, where is Africa's place in all these conversations around content? Obviously, free time. And I think one of the most important things was that I think COVID in itself became like a silver lining because we could reach almost anybody we wanted because people had, you know, not that they had spare time, but you know, they, we just didn't know. Yeah. So we were like, so when we, if we got in touch with people like, oh, would you do this? And like, sure. Um, people who would not normally have the time had the time. And so it was like a, it was almost like a natural thing that happened. Cause I know Africa Sopa is made up of three different organizations. So you have Africa Sopa, you have AWB, and then you have Africa Global. Can you talk a bit about this? So well? this is true. We have um, ASB Global, um, which is formerly RDF, which is our original consulting arm. Africa South Power Project, which is, um, you know, focused mostly on creative industries and knowledge, um, no- the knowledge economy. How do you use the creative industries to propel Africa forward? I sort of think that America's biggest superpower strength is actually the stories that it tells about itself. So from Hollywood to technology. So when you hear of Meta or Google or just a Hollywood thing, you're like thinking of America is the most important. You know, we grew up with the American dream. And so to my mind, what's the Nigerian dream or the African dream? So um, that's why it was an opportunity and the focus on creative industries. Also for me in particular, I would say creative industries for me is like young people. Africa is 70% young people. Mm-hmm. And how do you engage them? Um, so music, film, food, fashion, all of that stuff is, you know, the idea behind Africa Sapa. That's great. And one of the things that you've been very particular about is establishing May as Africa Month. Why is that? Im- no, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that important to you? So yeah, great question. I think Africa needs, well, the continent needs its own month and it is a whole year. Um, but in particular, the idea came from, you have International Women's Month or Women's History Month being March. You have Black History Month in America in February. You have Black History Month in, in the UK in October. And you have all, all sorts of other um, celebrations. We do have Africa Day on the 25th, which is a day that was established by the AU. So the thinking is, you know, why not the whole month? Like if we, if people around the world celebrated Africa, so if you're in Brazil, in Colombia, in the States, in Canada, in Asia, and you were as an organization or as a person marking that day, or sorry, marking the month, sort of like, you know, um, sharing positive images and positive stories about Africa, it then sort of like helps to change the conversation around what Africa, what the continent is. So that's the whole idea about Africa month. Okay, that's great. That's great to know. Now, this year's Africa Self-Power Summit is happening in Kigali, Rwanda, and it's from May 23rd through the 27th. Correct. Can you talk about some of the events that are, or conferences that are <clears throat> going to be happening at this year's summit? I mean, this year's summit is like, a, you know, last year we were in Kigali, which was exciting. We had a few, we had quite a number of days of events, but this year has expanded. This year we've added RAW, which is Remarkable African Women's Leadership Conference. The thinking around this is if we were to rethink or if we were to start gender today, what does DEI mean? If the first time you engage the conversation around gender was today, not 20 years ago, so would we still have the same misconceptions, the same you know preconceived notions, the same norms, you know culture? So we're going to be looking at things around behavioral change, systems change, um, things around knowledge production, data you know, uh, um, the gender data gap, particularly when it concerns African women. And so that's what RAW, which is on the 24th of um, May. Then on the 25th, which is Africa Day, we have our regular creative industries um, summit. So creative 
creative and innovative industry summit. It's going to focus on film, music, art, entertainment generally, technology. We think that that's a core of Africa's, you know, youth power. And that's core focus for us. And in the evening of the 25th, we have the Africa Gala. So the idea is sort of like, I, I like to say this, but like, think, think the Met Gala. Oscar sort of vibe, you know, this is a dream, but the point is that we don't have anything strong that the world comes to. We end up going to, you know, something's happening in the world, you know, the Oscars is happening, we all just jump to LA, this is happening, we go there. And who comes to the continent for these things? And we also know that we have to engage people. You know, there's a whole conversation around grassroots movement, which is really important. But we also know that the world goes around these things where celebrity power, influencer power also helps to move conversations. Definitely. So we will not just be doing, oh, um, Africa is poor. We want to celebrate Africa's rich, vibrant culture, fashion, food, you know, things that elevate us. And in terms of media coverage, given that, you know, glam, where people are coming to us or we're coming to the world as equals as opposed to, oh, hey, the poor Africans, let's have a charity aid, um, feed the hungry children. We're not saying we don't have hungry children. We're just saying that there's a balance in the storytelling. Yeah. Do you have an idea of the dress you're wearing? I do not. I was just speaking to one of my colleagues about designers because it's obviously African designers, sustainability. Our theme this year is sustainability. So how do you interpret that as a designer? Um, I'm really excited. I don't know what I'm wearing, but I'm excited to see what it's going to be. Okay, looking forward to it. I am too. I'm actually really excited about it. It's a lot of work putting yeah. it together, but I'm excited um, to engage with creatives around the continent, people doing really great things in the diaspora as well. And so it's, for me, it's really exciting. It'll be a dream come true if we pull it. I mean, we will pull it off. It's like, you know, I just want to, I don't want to be working at it. I want to mm -hmm. be just participating and hanging out, but you know, it is what it is. Yeah. Now, you've had some of the biggest thought leaders, government officials, and business leaders at Africa Subpar Summit events. And let me read a couple. So you've had the Secretary General of the African Continental Free Trade Area, His Excellency Wam Kelemene. You've had the Director, INM Bank Rwanda, Alice Nkuliinka two-time MBA All-Star Lowell Deng. You've had the Vice President of Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion at National Geographic, Deborah Simmons. You had the U.S. Civil Rights Attorney, Benjamin Crump, President of the Basketball Africa League, Amadou Fall, CEO of MBA Africa, Victor Williams. There's so many people. Your speaker's list reads like a who is who of... <laughs> I don't know. I don't you know. didn't say Paul Tusi, Of course, all the young people. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. Maybe suits. you should redo that because <laughs> like, it sounds like we're stuffed. No, you had Paul Tusi, you had Jadena. Which other young person have you had? You've had um, a whole bunch yeah, of young no, people. Exactly. We have one of the coolest people, I, I think, an artist, Ibrahim. Ibrahim, yes, yeah, yeah. Yes, so yes. like, we've had some really yes, interesting you had some really people. Cool yeah, people. Yeah. Now, what speakers can people expect to see at this year's summit? I mean, we're still, you know, we're still working on it, but we're going to have some really exciting people turn up. We have our usual suspects, you know, people who have been, you know, uh, who have spoken before. We've confirmed some new voices. We're trying to get quite a number of women in the room because of the, you know, the Women's Summit. We're also trying to get some tech people in the room. Fashion and hair and beauty is a big thing for us this year. So um, we're looking at speakers who can speak quite powerfully around, you know, the economy of fashion, beauty, the female economy, um, not just from a designer perspective, but from a business perspective. Mm -hmm. Then we have PEs and VCs. So like for us, a core thing this year is money. 
where is the money? How can private capital propel innovation on the continent? So we talk about uh, infrastructure. How do we define infrastructure when it comes to the creative industries? And how do you engage women's agency? Um, I think that if you don't have young people empowered on the continent and if you don't have women actively participating in um, um, decision making, whether it's in you know, communities, whether it's in government, whether it's in the workplace, then we're not going to go anywhere as a continent. So for us, that's you know, the core issues, the core people, young people and women. Well, women make up half the population. So I mean, mean, you know what I mean? mean. <laughs> you know, it makes sense. Now, the 2022 summit was in Rwanda, and then this year's summit again is in Rwanda. Can you share why, <laughs> what makes Rwanda special to ASB? Rwanda, because it's easy to get to. It's easy for everybody. It, I mean, Rwanda is an example of strategy. You know, like I think as a continent, we haven't really, you know, planned long term. We sort of like are not doing things with planning. And what Rwanda shows is planning, what happens when you plan. So Rwanda is they're not resource rich, but they have people and they have good thinking. And so for me, Rwanda is easy to get to for people. The visa restrictions are quite minor. Anybody can get a visa. I don't know about anybody, but it feels like all of Africa can get a visa to Rwanda. And you know, the uh, um, people who are traveling from outside the continent is also easy to get a visa. I think it's visas on arrival. There's very minimal traffic when you're there. It's really Body. safe, really clean, and just an easy place to, um, to get around. So why not Rwanda? That makes sense. I mean, when you said the visa, visas, I thought of some other, some other unnamed countries. That we're both <laughs> <laughs> we shall rename. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I know that the summit isn't going to be all about work because you're someone who's not, you know, all about work. So can you share a bit about some of the fun activities? But apart from the gala? <laughs> oh, yes, apart from the gala, yes. I mean, you know, um, there's wildlife in Rwanda. So people people who are coming from the States or Canada or um, the, the, the UK or Europe, some of them are interested in the wildlife. I'm not, but they are. So um, you can go see gorillas in Rwanda. I am paying, I'm, you know, I'm, you know, I'm Niger. I can't pay money to go and see gorillas. But, you know, if you want to see gorillas, you know, they're Go there. There's some golfing that we, you know, there's a, a golfing crew who are coming. I don't play golf, but they're coming. And so they're interested in that. And so we, we partner with the golf club. Um, there's restaurants. We're going to do quite a number of restaurants at the rum tasting, city tours, obviously arts. Um, we're going to do some art exhibition. And of course, really important is the basketball Africa League finals, or really the whole game is actually on during the same time. Mm -hmm. So we're going to be going to some of the games. I think it's an incredible time to be in Rwanda, where Africa Sapao is going to be there. We're going to have some fashion elements, obviously some music. We're going to have DJ, you know, um, one or two parties. We don't want to talk too loud about the parties. I'm whispering. Mm -hmm. um, but there's just going to be an incredible amount of things to do. And then obviously we have partners who are going to be hosting side events alongside the summit. Yes. So it's definitely a great summit for someone to come to. It's not just about the, it's not just about the, the conference, but there are also side there's, events. Yes, there's side events happening. There's actually quite a lot of things happening. We've sort of like curated a whole one week of activities. Mm -hmm. There's a park visit too. If you're interested in the um, genocide museum, that's also part of the itinerary for us. Mm -hmm. um, literally, there's a whole array of things to yeah. do. Um, I think the problem would be packing all of those things into, into the one week, but yeah. there's going to be a lot. That's amazing. Yeah. Now, for people who are interested in attending the summit, where can they find information? 
africasoftpower.com like you know www.africasoftpower.com it's very easy and yeah. um, all the information is there uh, um, how to book hotels what we're going to be doing some of the speakers are already being uploaded to the website and of course um, on our um, um, social handles which is Africa Soft Power. and so um, yeah there's you know and obviously feel free to e also email us at asp at africasoftpower.com and what about brands that want to partner with ASP on this summit we welcome partners. <laughs> so yes, um, yes, africasoftpower.com is a team who will respond immediately. MB, any last words before we close? I'm actually, you know, this has been fun, even though I said I do not like press, uh, you know, but this has been quite fun. You've made it fun. Um, I'm sure I was stammering all through, but hopefully not too bad. I think last words would be um, thanks for the opportunity, but also I'm looking forward to, you know, making it happen, collaborating with some of the, we're collaborating with one of the most exciting people. And it's sort of like one of, for me, the eye opener has been how many people are reaching out to say they'd like to come yeah. and asking how they can partner. And, you know, we've been around the world, you know, we, were, we just came from LA for, from the, um, we had a pre-Oscar event in Hollywood. And that was really important because people were asking us how they could connect. Mm -hmm. And there just seems to be that gap, you know, in terms of, you know, Africa to the world and how we're connecting with each, each other. And so for me, that's what's been really encouraging, the amount of interest, the amount of partners who are coming on board. And for us, our spirit is collaboration. And what can we do together to propel the continent and to tell our story the way we want to tell it? Um, and I think that's what, you know, for me, that's, I keep learning every day new things and meeting some really amazing people. So really excited. I'm feeling quite privileged, even though it's a lot of work. Yeah, it's all about that bridge building, as you, as you rightly exactly. said. Exactly. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Inkiru, for your time. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Thank you to Dr. Inkiru Balong. For more information on how to attend the upcoming Africa Soft Power Summit, visit theafricasoftpowerproject.com. To learn more about Africa Soft Power, visit africasoftpower.com. You can also follow Africa Soft Power across all social media platforms. That is at Africa Soft Power on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. This episode is produced and edited by Fola Shade Anosie. Sound engineer for this episode is Elvis Emmanuel. Music for the show is provided by Imodu Ayonote. And the show's executive producer is Dr. Inkiru Balong. Till next time, thank you for listening.